Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello and welcome to Enlightened Empaths, your community for the spiritually awakened, where we discuss, explore, and connect with fellow empaths, healers, intuitives, and seekers. Hello, empaths. We hope your week is off to a great start. We have a wonderful show and a fantastic guest to introduce you to this week. Dr. Kim Duramo is a physician, best-selling author of the Mind-Body Toolkit, and founder of the American Institute of Mind-Body Medicine. She has assisted millions in activating self-healing to resolve chronic disease. After graduating from medical school, she developed a strange illness with severe joint and back pain, headaches, weight gain, aches and chills all over, and low energy. But when she sought help from the medical world, she was repeatedly told nothing's wrong or was prescribed antidepressants until finally she was diagnosed with an auto immune disorder. Kim has now retired from emergency medicine and has dedicated her career to sharing tools for self-healing by shifting consciousness using mind-body medicine and activating the body's ability to heal itself. That sounds fascinating. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. We are so excited to have you here. And as we were saying before we hit record, we get a lot of questions from listeners about being empathic and feeling pain and feeling energy in the body and having it be stuck. And we have a lot of listeners who do have these chronic health issues and doctors who often won't listen to them. So could you just start us off by telling us a bit about your journey and, and how you learned to really, you know, advocate for yourself with your vast education and, and experience combined with your intuition? Yes. I, you know, being empathic is kind of like being an energy sponge. <laughs> so I was there in first and second year of medical school, learning all day about pathology and disease and what you focus on expands. I was manifesting all of these strange symptoms in my body and wasn't until like the third system in, we were in the GI system and I was really constipated. And I called my mom and was like, mom, what do I do? I've tried this. I've tried that. She She's pretty intuitive too. And she so well, what about this? And what about that? I'm like, no, no, I tried this. She goes, well, I don't know. 
don't you have a bunch of doctors at your school that are working with you and teaching you? Can't you ask one of them? And that's when it hit me. And I thought, oh, actually, this week we have the GI doctor here because we're studying the GI system. And I looked back and sure enough, you know, during cardiology, I developed heart palpitations. There I was lying on the bed with the ultrasound machine, getting, you know, a, 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 a study on my heart to look at the valves and look at what's going. And they found a murmur, you know, someone had heard a murmur. So they sent me for this study and they found something going on with the valve that had never happened before. So it was like one system after another, my body was beginning to manifest not only the symptoms, but actual disease until, you know, finally this cul culminated in this rear autoimmune disease and severe pain. And I really didn't know, even though I'd studied mind body medicine and I understood the mind and body are connected and I knew the body could heal itself. I was like clamping down, trying to figure this out. And it wasn't until after this realization, um, I had this diagnosis and you've got to be on all these medications. And I realized, wait a minute, <laughs> just shake it all off. Like, this is not true for me. That is not my truth. That is not my reality. I don't need to buy into their perspective about what's going on. I know a deeper level of what's going on but I've got to surrender so that I can listen. And that's, I had not been doing that. I was asking what's wrong with me. What's wrong with me. I was observing what's happening from the point of tension and fear. I was not in a point of receptivity and curiosity and openness that is actually required for deep listening. And so that's a place of surrender. And as soon as that happened, the whole thing completely shifted and I was disease-free. All my symptoms went away. My labs went back to normal. I no longer had allergies or autoimmune disease. And that's the, you know, that was the end of that. It was a major change for, for the rest of my life. Wow. That's powerful. The gift of surrender, right? And, and you can learn that, you know, you can't really understand like, well, how do I let go? How do I let go? Because the fight or flight system, the small self persona can't let go <laughs> by virtue of like what it is, but it can um, allow the circumstances so that something new comes in. And that's really what happened. I didn't heal myself. I just realized that I'm not that small self. I'm not, you know, like in the matrix when he says, you can't bend the spoon. That's impossible. The, the little girl. And then he says, well, what do you, she says, you just have to realize the truth. And Neo says, what truth? And she said that there is no spoon. And that might be some weird sci-fi conundrum, but that was exactly the truth that was shown to me. Like, you're not your body. You're not this disease. You're not this, what looks like a physical thing. It's not actually what's real. So I had to let go of what I thought was reality. Well, let go of what I thought was going on and enter a space where I am the infinite observer, the infinite source power consciousness. Um, I just had to let go. And so immediately that could come in and I witnessed a massive, massive healing take place. Well, I love the matrix reference, <laughs> always big on the sci-fi references, but also just give credit where credit's due that you were in medical training and had to completely shift gears and say, my body is telling me something different. And I think that in your professional training, 
to switch gears when all around you, you're being inundated with, no, this is fact, this is science, this is what we can depend on. And what Samantha and I have told people over and over again is pay attention to how your body reacts because it will help you find the root cause. There's a there's a seed that was planted at some pl- point. And I'm huge on the, I looked up something this morning on sin, sinusitis because I'm having some sinusy stuff. And I read the emotional description for it. And I was like, oh my God, you cannot make this shit up. That was just so spot on. So could you what talk did it about, say? Well, it was talking about overwhelm, too many directions, holding on to old grief. I mean, it was just so spot on and, and it made perfect sense. And as soon as I read that and thought about it and started to process it, I thought, oh, I'm not feeling that same pain in my tooth. I'm not feeling that same. It, it exactly that surrender Matt. point. So could you talk about the the emotional component? Because as empaths, I think that's huge, huge, huge. Yeah, so the, the emotions give you a map. You, you could go to a book like that. Um, and I think the way you did it is you let it point you to something true in you. And we can go direct as well by connecting more fully with our emotions and connecting with more fully with the now moment and what's here. Hey, body, how are you? What's happening here? And it will give you a map that leads exactly to what's ready to be released. Um, So if we feel into, it's not that you just feel into your symptom, but but that's a good place to start because you're having a physical sensation. You feel also into what's behind this. Am I afraid? Um, Because the symptom will bring up that energy of, oh, I'm so frustrated or this is annoying or... I feel powerless. Nothing I do works. It will lead you to the emotion and you begin to feel, which is a habit, right? The the emotions and the thoughts are all frequency and they get mm, programmed into the system. The neurons that fire together, wire together, and you get these neural patterns and you can unwind those. Your body's neuroplastic. Your brain has that ability to morph. And when we go back to that core, you know, it, it shows us, oh, can I release this? And everything happening in every moment of our life is pointing us to it. Like you might find you're also annoyed with your husband or your work or, and so everything's like, oh, I'm just annoyed with everything. Oh, it's because I'm in the template of annoyance or I'm in the template of nothing I do will work or so it's all a frequency and then your life and the people and your body will reflect the frequency that you're functioning from. Wow. Okay. So what about childhood trauma? You talk a lot about that on your YouTube channel that we carry these emotions buried deep within us. How can we use some of your tools to start to release that? So one of the things that happens is we identify with that trauma. So, and and we can't really not until we let it open and resolve and move out. It's going to be there because it's just a part of us that hasn't received the love we truly need. So it's kind of like a space holder for where we shut ourselves off from love. So like my three-year-old who was, you know, maybe had a traumatic experience and, and usually these are it doesn't even have to be repeated. Like there are people who have had five years where they were, you know, assaulted sexually, maybe by the same person over and over. And there's so much helplessness and um, 
resignation. There's a lot of things that can come. Uh, and it's, it's for even people who've had like, well, I, I haven't had that trauma. So they discount it. But even when we've had a moment of powerlessness, that can also get locked into the system. And these can both be resolved. Sometimes we think, oh, well, this was going on for 10 years and it was so much worse. I'm going to need way more time or way more. It's going to be harder. It's not actually true. The thing that is the key is how much compassion we can cultivate for that part of us in pain. How much compassion can we cultivate for the one who feels so victimized, abused, unwanted, um, left behind, abandoned. And so it's not a matter of like, okay, I got to find that one. I've got to go back to the past. It, it's actually not. It's here. It's right here, right now, living in your body. It's a messaging in your cell. So that three-year-old, she's speaking to you right now. And she may be already crossed her arms, pissed because you're not listening. She may also be withdrawn. Like no one's ever going to listen. I'm not even going to open up. And that's a, a deeper state of suppression where it's like, no, I'm good. I'm fine. You don't even notice it anymore. But something will happen in your life that gets your attention to it. And, you know, things are not working out in your money or your relationships or your health that will actually lead you a, a map exactly you follow the string exactly back to that child withdrawn hiding sitting in the closet just resigned apathetic because it's so sure no one will ever come for me and you can allow that part of you that is the child to open and it's just like if you think um think of a little animal that gets scared it goes and retreats you could knock and bust the door down come out of here and the animal's like <laughs> And it's going to retreat more. And, but, you know, you'd never do that with a child or an animal, but you do it with this part of you. You do. You're like, oh, what is wrong with me? I can't believe I did this da 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 again. Can't believe I ate the whole ice cream. Oh, I shouldn't have blah, blah, blah. Like we're constantly berating. So if we um, feel underneath the circumstance, we will feel the emotions. We might find the thoughts. I'll never make it. It's hopeless. I'm a loser. I mean, you might hear that too, but you connect with this part of you and you just ask, what do you need? And if you ask from true compassion, that part of you, which is at its nature, love will open, but it's not going to open because you don't understand our life's waiting for us. And this is creating illness. Cut the crap. It will only open when it gets its need met, which is unconditional love. You can't conditionally love that child back in wholeness. Like it, it's not going to be fooled. It, it is really a matter of releasing the attachment you have, releasing the conditions. Like when I get better, then I'll be happy. I'll celebrate my body and love my body. When I don't have this uh, money problem anymore, then I'll let, you know, I'll finally feel free. You have to cultivate a sense of unconditional presence of love and compassion for yourself in that pain right now, right here, and keep bringing that until that part opens. So just, you know, I have children. Do you guys have kids? Yes. We so both. I have these two and the younger one is five. And it's just like that, especially with my older one, she's a girl. And 
if I were to have any toughness, she would just withdraw more. Come on, Gemma. I mean, oh, we're going to be late or, you know, like she doesn't care about that. It's like, just love me. So if I approach her with total presence, what do you need? I'm here. And I let go of my agenda. It's like that. She'll tell me exactly what's going on. You know, people are like, nothing. I'm fine. And maybe girls do it more because I know mine does. And if I'm like, come on, I know you're not fine. And I'm pushing, it's not going to fly. But if I, I back off, all right, I love you. You can let me know whenever you're ready and you can take your time. There's a, a whole meditation I have for this um, in the, in the uh, instant elevation program, which is all about instantly transmuting these energies that allows you to talk to that child and unwind this. And you see it with your kids, you know, they'll, well, actually the thing is, so what do we really need is that space of, of love and compassion. And I'm telling you guys, no matter how buried that part is or how abused or how severe it, it is in its nature, it is light, it is love, and it will always want to come back to opening and receive and be loved. And that's how the body heals. I mean, it's like sometimes once you do that, it, it, it's instantaneous that the physical begins to heal as well. And that's a beautiful, beautiful way to start to find that compassion is how would you treat that three-year-old little person, that five-year-old little person? There, if you if we could ever be as gentle with ourselves as we are with people that we care and love, like you know how to navigate because if your children are wired very differently, you, you your other child, you might come at it in a completely different way than you do with your daughter. Yes, listening. You have to listen. <laughs> yes, and pay attention to their energy as well. And as empaths, one of the things that I think so many people are suffering with right now because of, of world events and personal events and everything else is anxiety and depression. So how can the mind body work really help someone? Um, it, you, I, I, I don't even know the, how to really phrase the question with that because it's such a big topic, but it's a huge topic right now for so many people. We've learned to resist what's happening. Mm -hmm. We've learned we're not safe. You know, Einstein said the most important decision you make is whether you live in a friendly universe. And so if we are not in a friendly universe, um, everything happening is going to be evidence of that. Like your mind makes it real. <laughs> Another matrix reference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you think that's air you're breathing? Your mind makes it real. And so, um, you know, many great uh, philosophers and creators have said this. They've, they've acknowledged this truth, whether a man thinks he can or he cannot, he is right. So Henry Ford knew that. He knew about creation is responding to us. And so if we are uh, in a fight and in a battle with life, right? Like this thing, this pathogen, it's going to kill me. We live in fight or flight. Now the immune system can't work. It's not going to be strong. Your vitamins are going to be depleted. You're in fight or flight. So you're consuming, consuming. Your body can't heal. And so even though your body could have immense amount of resilience to every pathogen we've ever acknowledged, it won't. So you'll experience it that it really is a threat, but I really do have this thing. I really do have to fight because what you believe and put energy into it will be reflected. And so what if you shift, um, wait a minute, what's actually true here? Is this true? Am I 
actually under immense threat on the mass scale and on the micro scale because that's what the messaging is is saying like there's terrorism everything on a mass scale is you know on the gross level trying to kill you oh there's Microterrorism, this microbe, it's going to kill you. And so you could double down on that fear response, white knuckling and keep trying to live that way. And you could also surrender and say, you know what, I'm actually seeing none of this is in my control. What's actually true here? Because until we shift into the parasympathetic state, we can't know truth. We can't receive wisdom. We can't receive clarity. It actually requires, just like with the child, just tell me what's wrong. They're never going to tell you a thing. You've got to soften and that the breath coming into the full belly breath, you come into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the relaxation response. This is where not only your brain is different, your chemistry is different, but that child will feel you because your electromagnetic field is different. This being here is safe. <laughs> they are in harmonic equilibrium. This being over here is not safe. I should shut down to them. I should <laughs> clam up. And so when you're safe, these parts of you can heal. And so that's when you can know the truth. All right, is this a real versus a perceived threat? Because just like walking along on the trail and you see a stick, but you're... <laughs> you think it's a snake, you know, and you react and the chemicals and the adrenaline and all the changes are real, but it's just a stick. And you just go, oh, wait a minute. But what if you never realize it's a stick and you just live your life in the threat? It's there's, they're everywhere. There's sticks everywhere appearing to be deadly poisonous snakes. You won't know until you pause and look and actually allow the the clarity you see with the true eyes. Oh, wait a minute. No one has power over me. My immune system is more powerful than that thing. My, my um, uh, harmonic electromagnetics can actually be protective from the, the gross level as well. Like those are not the things happening in my life. So you've got to remind yourself and live the truth instead of the delusion. I think that's very, very true. And I, I think what's at the heart of a lot of anxiety is this realization that so much of our life we're not in control of, right? I mean, we don't we don't know what's going to come at us today or tomorrow. And so yes. surrendering to that, I think, is, is really important. And one way to get into that parasympathetic mode, I agree, deep breathing is really important too, identifying real versus illusionary threats. Are there any tapping techniques that can get you into that? Yes. Yes. And, and I love what you just said about um, we're realizing we don't have control over any of it. But the main, main, main point you really want to get is that you don't need to have control over any of it. It's an illusion that you actually need to be in control. You're not regenerating your liver. You didn't create your body, your skin. You didn't create any of it. And you don't need to be in control of it because as you let go and surrender, more life force flows through you, not less. More power comes through you, not less. More creation happens in your favor, not less. So it's the illusion that you're supposed to be in control. So um, yeah, we can do some tapping if that's going to be helpful because I love EFT tapping. Um, so this is just a way 
to harmonize your nervous system, sort of the third nervous system. Uh, we've got the, and I talk about it in the mind body toolkit a little bit. Uh, I'm writing my second book right now, but I, and I talk about it further, but in the mind body toolkit, it's 10 tools you can use anytime, anywhere to bring your system into that parasympathetic state in the instant elevation program. I go deeper into that, but the book is just an awesome place to start the mind body toolkit to get activate this. And so in tapping, you're using that part of your nervous system with the energy channels that carries current, which is electromagnetic energy and your electromagnetic field. That's the most powerful part of what's going to determine your health. So if you tap on the outer edge of the hand, you could do it both hands together. It doesn't matter. You just begin opening that up it lets those channels begin to open and become receptive. And you could just say to your body, um, even though I think I need to be in control and you could repeat if you would, even though I think I need to be in control, I will allow even a small amount of surrender. I will allow even a small amount of surrender, even though I'm really scared even though I'm really scared. And I really think this is a threat. And I think this is a threat. I wonder what else might be possible. I wonder what else might be possible. Ooh, that's Even though I've learned I have to stay in control. Even though I've learned I have to stay in control. I wonder what life is trying to show me. I wonder what life is trying to show me. And so inner eye living in constant anxiety. So then you tap on your forehead or your eyebrows. Yes. Okay. So we'll just explain the basic point. Sorry, so this is audio only. eye point. It's at the start of your eyebrow. The outer eye point is at the outer edge of your eyebrow. The under the eye is right on the cheekbone. Under the nose is in the midline. So just center underneath the nose on top of the lip. On the chin, just right in the center of the chin. And then again, right and left, you don't have to do both. You could just do one or you could do two under the collarbones and that little fleshy spot. And then underneath the armpit. I don't usually do both there. I used to be more obsessive. <laughs> I got to get them all, but it actually isn't true. Once For listeners who can't see us, we've all got our arms up. We're tapping. <laughs> oh, okay. It okay. feels good. It feels good. I, I didn't know if this was going to all be videoed. Okay. And then the last one is on top of your head. And then you just breathe in and breathe out. And we could do a couple rounds and I'll just have you tap and then repeat out loud to see if we can open up that pattern and let it resolve. So inner eye, um, this idea, I have to be in control. Okay. And so you just keep tapping and repeating that and letting it go. How long do you tap? Um, I'll guide you through right now, if you would. Oh, okay. So I will state it and then you just repeat so that the people listening can just tap on the inner eye and practice along with us. So this idea that I have to be in control. This idea that I have to be in control. Now move to the outer eye. I've learned this my whole life. I've learned this my whole life. Under the eye. I do have to stay in control. I do have to stay in control under the nose or it won't be okay. Right. Or it won't be okay. Right. This one is midline right under the nose. Oh. And then midline right on the chin. I've 
learned this conditioning. I've learned this conditioning. Under the collarbone, this fight or flight pattern. This fight or flight pattern. Under the arm, white knuckling my way through life. White knuckling my way through life. Top of the head. Because I learned that's what I have to do. Because I learned that's what I have to do. Inner eye. And interestingly, life's just getting more intense. (laughs) And life's just getting more intense. Outer eye. It's almost like life is a reflection of me. It's almost like life is a reflection of me. Under the eye. I wonder what would happen if I soften. I wonder what would happen if I soften. Under the nose and see what life reflects then. And see what life reflects then. On the chin. Things might get more intense at first. Things might get more intense at first. Under the collarbone because I stop suppressing. Because I stop suppressing. Under the arm, but then things would start to shift. But then things would start to shift. On top of the head. In response to my new state of ease. In response to my new state of ease. Inner eye softening my shoulders instead of tensing. Softening my shoulders instead of tensing. Outer eye deepening my breath. Deepening my breath. Under the eye throughout my day. Throughout my day. Under the nose, right in the middle, when I'm triggered. When I'm triggered. On the chin. Doing this instead of that programmed response. Doing this instead of that programmed response. (sighs) Under the collarbone. Sometimes people will yawn or there's tears. That's just energy moving as you enter the parasympathetic state. So underneath the collarbone, I wonder if I would let that happen. I wonder if I would let that happen. Under the arm, a release, a surrender. A release, a surrender. Top of the head, letting go of control. Letting go of control. Being a better receiver of life. Better receiver of life. Okay, big deep breath in through the nose. Relax your shoulders. And then let everything go. And then you want to just check in. Hey, body, how are you feeling? So what do you notice here? What did you notice during the tapping? Did you feel anything? There's usually three different kinds of experiences people have. Um, So we can check in with you guys first, and then I can go into that. I felt relaxed, and I was cold when we started interviewing, and I'm warmed up. Which feels It's the parasympathetic nervous system. (laughs) And even though people couldn't hear me, I was doing this at the same time. I was just muted. And I think that as it progresses, you start to feel more ease and more comfort and you can feel things shifting. One question I have is, what's the relevance between certain spots having more of an intensity than other tapping spots? These are different meridian channels. So like under the eye is the stomach meridian. Mm-hmm. Um I have not extensively studied um, Eastern medicine, but I got some awareness of it. Some of the channels can be more blocked up than others. So for you or for a certain trigger, there may be more of an involvement with one of these energy pathways and not so much with others. And that's why we have like the general prescription so that it's kind of applicable for all situations. And it's quick. There's no, that you're not making a huge commitment. Once you learn the process, 
it's something that you can, I would think, use to self-regulate. Yes. I've taught a lot of kids, especially, and kids who are with a severe anxiety disorder in therapy every week, no longer needing any therapy in social situations with their parties, with their friends, enjoying themselves. You know, one girl was always calling the mom, you got to pick me up. You got to pick me up in a frantic panic. She she couldn't have a social life. And she began uh, tapping, uh, immediately felt the effects. She was about 12 at the time. And she, the next week, her mom called me. She's like, she went to the party. She had an amazing time. And when she started getting anxious, she took her two girlfriends and they went in the bathroom and did tapping Aww. together. So she taught the other girls and it was just amazing. That, that is amazing. Beautiful. Yeah, it is because it's kind of universal that they're all feeling the pent up energy of a collective, a society living in fight or flight, a society living in the illusion of I have to be in control. The the thing about the anxiety disorder, it's like, what's right about this we're not getting is like, you should feel uncomfortable about swallowing that pill. You should feel uncomfortable about buying into that as truth. It's total BS. It's not true. Your nature is self-healing and you can surrender to let life show you and take care of you and provide. So I think a lot of these younger um, people coming in are at a higher level of, of wisdom and also sensitivity. That's like the whole thing people think is the curse of the empath. It's not. To be highly sensitive is a great gift and it is a superpower, but it's right that you would feel triggered when you're swallowing that big fat lie. So you always want to look for like, wait a minute, What's really true here? What lie did I swallow that's at the root of this disorder? Mm, that's a powerful question. You mentioned something called the instant elevation technique. Am I saying that right? Yes. So I um, was asked when I started teaching this work and after being super empathic, energy sensitive, knowing how to clear my energy field, knowing how to manifest things instantly, knowing how to release disease people would ask me, well, but what are you doing? And so it really distilled down to this three-step process for instant healing because you are electromagnetic. The energy shifts instantly. Your frequency shifts instantly. And we can register this and detect this with technology that we now have up to eight to 10 feet away from your physical body. Um, the chemical shifts and the neurologic shifts then happen with time, sometimes seconds or microseconds. Um, and then the, you know, the neurologic repatterning can take a few weeks. But um, what I was doing was first to cultivate a sense of presence, get to get all your energy here. You're not like often a parallel timeline of, oh, if only this hadn't happened. You're not often the identity of like, well, I'm a PTSD or I'm a survivor of this abuse. And like, your energy is going feeding that identity. You've got to get it here now. And so the first part of that is to call all your energy back. Um, the second part is how you shift your breathing and your physiology. Um, and then the third part is how you begin to make conscious choices. Most of the choices we're making are unconscious. You unconsciously clamp down into fight or flight resistance, inflammation with like most of the triggers happening in your, you know, in your day. And those are just automated pilot programming. So to actually shift into conscious choices is that third part. But the first part is, is the most essential. And so it's in the mind-body toolkit. 
Um, it's described in there. And then I made a whole course called the instant elevation. So you can practice that. So you can go deeper with it and develop that ability to call all of your energy back. A lot of empaths. I, I, I mean, it's crazy how often this happens. Your energy is in the other person. You, you feel so much and there's so much compassion and superpower. You guys, you have the capacity to heal, to, to be a witness for healing, like profound healing. If you're an empath, you have this, but maybe you haven't developed it. So then you, you have all this compassion and you're like, oh, I can change that. But now your energy's over there in that other person's body. <laughs> it was like, that really sucks. And you're going to feel it. And so what's right about that is you're meant to bring your energy back. So you access a hundred percent of it and a hundred percent of your power to do what you're here for. And so it's a gift that that's uncomfortable because if it were comfortable, you would just let them keep your energy. It'd be 20 years later and you'd be like, oh, my life's not really working out, but it's good. You wouldn't feel the pull. So when you feel that, oh my gosh, you guys, like just celebrate that and get curious. Like, wait a minute. What's right about this? Where, what is my energy doing right now? And call it back. Um, also, other people's energy gloms onto you and you're like carrying them. Oh, that poor soul. Because you know, on some deep level, you are a superpower, but you then apply it on the, a different level where you think, oh, well, that person doesn't have the ability. So let me take it on. I'm a superpower after all. Let me take everyone on. So you're carrying everyone else's energy. And that's also going to feel horrible. So you've got to get really good at like, wait a minute, call it into alignment, give them back their energy, take back your energy. And in that first part of instant elevation, that's the major focus is like, get it out of all those spaces. So you access it right here, right now. That's where your power is. Wow. That's incredible. You just described that beautifully, how we can, sometimes it's a blurred line between what we're feeling and what someone else's energy that we've tapped into. I'm just going to switch gears just a tiny bit. The part of the country that I live in, a lot of people live in desperate fear of getting Lyme disease. It is a very serious condition for a lot of people in the sense that um, I've known people personally who have been completely debilitated by it and it limits quality of life. We're a very rural state, but yet people are afraid to go in the woods. And and I think I have a dual thing here because I think a lot of times it will mirror chronic fatigue syndrome. And then there's, so could you talk about how people can address that through this yes. mind body? Well, it will create chronic fatigue syndrome. So any kind of inflammatory condition that's persistent and prolonged can overrun the adrenals. It can shoot down the thyroid. And we end up with these diseases, Hashimoto's, MS, autoimmune diseases, all sort of colitis, Crohn's. Um, and the Lyme uh, spirochete is a little pathogen can be persisting in your system when you're a good host for that, meaning your immune system won't clear it the way it it could totally be able to do because your body's in all of this inflammation. And so being afraid, so it's one thing to wisely avoid jumping off a cliff because you're like, mm, that's not my choice. And it's another thing to be afraid of going off the cliff. So if you're living in fear of going outside versus like, mm, something just tells me don't go outside today, it's not the same thing. And, and like I explained before, when you're in fear, you cannot hear wisdom. You just disconnecting. So you've got to always get back into that parasympathetic. Fear is not going to serve you. 
um, what's true for me. And it's really incredible because you guys, your electromagnetic field is a very, very powerful uh, energy frequency. And it can literally create it that like bad stuff happens to you or like nothing bad ever happens to me. I'm resilient. I, I had a person I worked with who was, I think it was like 17 times rear-ended in his car. And he had this horrible whiplash for years and years and years and was like, don't touch my neck, don't touch my neck. And I learned a really, really subtle way of um, resolving what was going on in the body without even putting my hands on and it, his system could receive that. Like it, I had to be so gentle, not have an agenda and allowed a full resolution of that whiplash. It had been years and years and years uh, of chronic neck tension and pain. And within that one session, it was completely resolved. And he was so struck by that, but also felt so much love and so much compassion. And we touched into the patterns of that it's an energy frequency, a holding, you know, barring against something. Uh, I'm protecting myself. But that energy field like invites certain experiences. And after he released that uh, barrier of I'm not safe and gearing up against that, you know, with this protection, uh, he's never, ever had another rear end accident again. But the point I'm making is we want to start to recognize that our electromagnetic field can have a potency to us that to it that is very protective so it could be that like all the little ticks just go in the other direction when we walk through the forest and as importantly your immune system is unthinkably powerful so you can stay in a state parasympathetic you know when when we were going through that exercise and samantha said oh, i felt warm that parasympathetic nervous system comes on board. It is allowing a strengthening of your immune system. It is allowing a detoxification pathways to work, your digestive system to work, everything. It's a rest and digest. It's a restorative space. And so this allows the immune system to be very, very powerful. So if you did contract something, your body can clear it. In fact, it's doing this every moment of every day. There's way more going on right in your system than what's going on wrong. Even if you're in the ICU right now with some illness, there's way more that is going right. And so where you put your attention is what you expand. So you can relax your body, enter the parasympathetic, and you might be curious if you're really inspired. Oh, it would feel so good to walk outside. Wow, that really would be nurturing for me. All right, I'm going to honor that my system's strong and I can just let it be that. That's the surrendered state. And you will find that it will manifest that. You know, even if something does happen, um, you can still go back to this because your body can clear it. That's huge. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that really it, is. It doesn't mean you don't like do a scan yeah. after, you know, it doesn't mean you right. don't well, Oh, let's make sure we don't have any right. ticks. <laughs> yeah. Like common sense. Just yeah. common and sense and don't go roll in the bushes. Yes. Yes, you you're going to be more likely to do that and more likely to take care of yourself yeah. not less. Tell people where they can find you cuz you have a pretty great YouTube channel called Mind Body TV, correct? Mm -hmm. We do a weekly broadcast on my YouTube, Dr. Kim Duramo called Mind Body TV. It's live at 11 a.m. Mountain Time every Wednesday. 
um, and you can get the back backlog of them on there as well if you subscribe on YouTube. We're also in Facebook, the Mind Body Community, where we have people on my team assisting you through this work. And on my website, drkimd.com is where you can get my book. You can get the online program for the instant elevation. And I do work with groups of people as well. A couple of times a year, we will um, launch and open the doors for those opportunities for people either with severe chronic illnesses or just super, super empathic people. Almost everyone in the programs is empathic people who are ready to open to their superpower of being an empath and actually create and manifest powerfully because you're here to be witnessing healing for the world in a very powerful way. The observer effect, what you observe, you are impacting is the most powerful scientific factor. And as an empath, you have a heightened capacity for that. That's what the superpower is. So you can begin to unlock that. And that's what I'm doing in my um, embracing health program and be the medicine program when I'm doing direct mentorship. And, then, and that's all at drkimd.com. Perfect. And what, what are you working on right now? You said you're working on a book. And yes. So the book is called Be the Medicine. And it's about really that instant elevation program. It's about the three-step process for instant healing. And so in the book, it's really beginning to unwind the old ways of how you think the universe works, but are not actually true. And then unwind your own belief systems and then connect you further with that sensitivity and inner connection in a way that is a superpower and then bring you through the journey where you begin to access um, the, the ability for instant healing, which, which really is something that comes through you, not from you. And more and more surrender is, is really what activates that. I love it. I feel very sleepy and relaxed after tapping too. Is that normal? <laughs> it is. When I started learning, um, so I did my osteopathic training and I did a lot of additional years of working with these amazing healers doing like mind-blowing things I didn't even know we could do. And when I first started training, because you're in a different brain state, you're not in the beta brain state. All right, I'm going to go in and do this. That's the high functioning, um, you know, executive functioning and like the kind of the programming. You've got to let that release to come into the real power. And so you come down slow beta, you come into alpha, which is like relaxed meditation. You come down into delta and theta brainwave patterns. And at the time I was, I was not able to be like maintaining ordinary consciousness in those brain states. It's so slow. You like fall asleep or you just get sleepy or you, my head would like nod off and whoa, did anybody see that? I had to develop by paying attention at such a subtle level, you know, the mind is bored. It's like, uh, I'm not here anymore. I had to develop the capacity to be aware at that subtle, subtle level and stay conscious, which eventually happened. And so that's how we can know, like if I'm working with someone on Zoom, what exactly is going on? Oh, this is related to your mother, or this is related to like three generations before. This is related to a belief system around what it means to be a woman that you're carrying. And here's how you release it. How do we let ourselves know that intelligence? We've got to alter our brain state and be way, way, way more receptive. And this is really part of the work I'm doing is to just allow you that surrender, 
lets you come into a deeper brainwave pattern. You're not in the program. If you ever see someone go, okay, I'm surrendered. Okay, now what? That's <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no, you're not. And so the small what? self trying to heal the universe, like, forget it. You've got to let the shift happen first. And that's when like kind of mind blowing things can happen. We can receive and perceive much deeper intelligence and much deeper power. And it's going to help improve your connection with spirit and your intuition because getting into that sweet spot of alpha and theta is when you're receptive and you're a clearer channel to receive. Yes, you are receptive to divinity. And one of the most important things in my work, and I think for you guys too, you'll see is, am I connecting with divinity, creator consciousness beyond the created, or am I connecting with like this angelic realm or this ascended master or like some entity, which is absolutely awesome, but it's not the same thing. It will always be limited and it can get a little glitchy. But if I go directly to source, it can show me, oh, have these angels help you take that medication, do this test, do this thing. It can point you to something in the created, but you're coming from source consciousness. You're coming be way beyond anything you've ever imagined. And you're always connected with that. And you can let that intelligence come through and show you. And I love, love, love that you're empowering people to realize they can get to that place without needing another conduit to get there. They don't need to, once you learn this technique, once you've been trained, you can go to source. You don't have to have someone else light the way to get you there, which is a beautiful, beautiful service. Yes. It's the most important part because if that intelligence is saying, go to that person, then yeah, you're going to go to that that mentor or that doctor or that whatever. And the other thing that's pretty crazy is you tend to think, well, I'm not going to do the, the pharmaceuticals because that's synthetic. I have to do all natural or I'm not going to eat gluten because gluten is bad. So you're in duality. Whereas source intelligence may very well tell you like, go eat a bunch of potato chips, you know, and your headache will resolve or um, go get that testing or take that medication. Like you can't have judgment because everything can be divinely intended. Everything can be a medicine. Everything can be a poison. But if you go directly to source, you will always know the difference. Oh, I love that message. Thank you so much, Kim. It was such a joy to talk to you and get a chance to meet you. Yes, you guys do. How wonderful. I'm so glad to have met. And yeah, I would love to stay connected for anything you're doing in the future that I can um, ever assist with. Thank you. We we would love that too. And we'll put um, links to your website and your YouTube channel in our show notes and on our Facebook page. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember as always to show up, do great work and share your light. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.